when we speak about mental health or our struggles, thoughts, feelings and emotions to other people yeah. and they know that they're not alone because often yeah. we can feel alone and think Absolutely. that we're the only ones. But if we start talking about it, we soon realise we're not the only ones at all. No way. It's just having that conversation, like you said. And you do, when you're going through something, you're like, oh, I wish I could just be more like her or yeah. think like her because she looks like her life is perfect. And then once you have that conversation, you realise everyone really is dealing with something in one way or another. True. You know, and, and if it, we speak about it, it's empowering. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way Podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Way Podcast. Today we have Danielle from the Girl Gang Wellness on the show. Danielle is a teen counsellor who is passionate about supporting and helping young women. She founded the Girl Gang Wellness in 2018, which is all about educating, inspiring and empowering young women. While people are more open than ever about the topic of mental health and well-being, the Girl Gang Wellness provides women with advice from qualified experts in various fields and guidance in a safe and relaxed environment. Today we chat all things mental health and how to gently navigate your way through those deeper and heavier emotions. So welcome Danielle. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no worries, thanks for coming on today. So to kickstart everything, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and the Girl Gang Wellness? What is it that you do and why did you start this incredible business? Well, as you said, the Girl Gang is all about empowering, inspiring and educating young women. We do this through a range of things. Mm-hmm. So our well workshops, our school program, our online program for teens and our one-on-one mentoring. Amazing. And yeah. why did you start? What's your little story okay. behind Okay, my story is I was 28 years old. So now yeah. I'm 37, nearly yeah. 38. Yeah. And I was 28 and I'd had three little babies oh. and I was a stay-at-home mum at that mm-hmm. stage because they were all really little yeah. and I wanted to do something for myself and I was driving in the car one day with kids in the back and I saw an ad, like I heard an ad for counselling, like study counselling all from home at your own uh, pace. And I thought that sounds so interesting. I'd always wanted to do something like that. So I inquired about it and I just started studying. So I'd stay up till midnight and really late when all the kids were down, I would study and I loved it. And then I thought, you know what, I can actually go to uni and further my education and I I studied psychology at uni and I finished and I was on my placement and I needed to pick where I wanted to go for my psychology placement Mm. and I really wanted to go into private practice with women. I always thought women's, you know, where I want to be. And, well, fortunately now, but unfortunately then they put me at a high school I didn't get my first or second or third preference for placement. And they Mm. put me at a high school and I was like, oh, I'm working with kids. What am I going to, you know, what am I going to do with them? And I was under the school counsellor and she was amazing. And she said, listen, we've got a group of girls that could benefit from a little bit of a workshop from, for you, from you, sorry, focusing on their mental health. And I thought, okay. So I did the lesson plan and I had them for about a term and a half, these same girls. 
Mm. And they were amazing. We spoke about nutrition and mental health and everything that that girls needed. They felt supported and they could speak to me. And by the end of it, the school counsellor goes, you've actually changed these girls' lives. It's been amazing. Mm. And in changing their mental state, they're doing so much better at school with their friendships and their schoolwork. And then I thought do you know what? This has been so fulfilling and amazing. And we really don't have anything like this in Adelaide. And I wish something like this was available when I was going to high school. Absolutely. And I thought, do you know what? I think I can start this and I can start these workshops at schools and focus on teen mental health with girls. And I'd basically launch the Girl Gang from there. Wow. Yeah. So it kind of came from, I never wanted to do my placement there, but everything I believe happens for a reason. I was put in that position to do what I'm doing now. And it's honestly, I'm living my dream job. It's amazing. Oh, that's, how did you go about starting that? Oh, you know what? I just did it. Yeah. I just thought, how am I going to do this? I wrote up a program. Mm. I had people write the program with me, so qualified okay. experts. Yep. I had doctors and nutritionists and, and I thought I can do this. And I'm not a I'm not an expert in nutrition, you know, yep. you are. Yep. And so with hormones and yeah. sexual health and there's so many different aspects. aspects. Yep. So I made sure I got experts in those fields rather than, you know, pretend like I know everything. Yep. I'm great with teen mental health and wellness, yep. but I needed to get a mindfulness instructor to come and teach the girls that. So yep. we do that through our workshops and even mm-hmm. on our online program, I get experts in the field educating the girls instead of just me yeah that's incredible and it's good because you can offer a better service that way by reaching out and saying I know a little bit about this but this person knows more and they're going to be able to help me create an incredible program that's going to benefit so many people so right so good so you focus primarily on teens and preteens yes why did you find it so important to educate these young women on mental health and how do you support them? Because I remember going through high school and it's a tough time and you're growing and you're changing and there's a lot happening and you don't really get taught about how to deal with the pressure and how to deal with, you know, all those things going on and social media and just everything. You yeah. don't, you, there's not a lesson on that. There's no, you know, you got the school counselor, which is amazing. But this goes above and beyond. So well, I think, and that's what I do. I work with the school counsellor. Yeah. The school counsellor can't do everything. Exactly. And they're yeah. so, under so much pressure mm. in all the schools. Mm. So I come into schools and yeah. I work with the counsellor to support a group yeah. of girls rather than one-on-ones yeah. at schools. But I, to answer your uh, previous question, I really believe that early intervention is key with anything. Absolutely. So the earlier we can start telling these girls that it's okay to talk about our thoughts, feelings and emotions and giving them tools and techniques to use when they're feeling super anxious or really sad about something that's happened, you know, we give them the tools so they can use later on as well. Because often yeah. parents will go, you know, but my daughter's fine at the moment. But I always say... But something is always going to come up. She's never going to go through her whole teenage years. Whereas if we give them the tools, they think, okay, this has happened, but I know I'm going to be okay. I can do A, B and C rather than coming to me when things have gone really, really bad. I mean, that's still okay, but I always say early intervention and giving them the tools from young is so important to raise strong 
women. Of course, absolutely. And, you know, with everything going on in the world, things constantly changing, having the tools to be able to adapt and grow and just know how to deal with your feelings and accept them and move through them is incredibly helpful. I wish I had this when I was in high school. And this is the thing. I said the same. I wish that we had this kind of support. And I think it was really taboo back then. You know, you'd go see the school counsellor, but everyone would look at you. Why are you going to see the school counsellor? What's wrong with you? Mm. Rather than let's use the school counsellor to get to the next stage so we can better ourselves, whether it's in our education Mm -hmm. or our mental health or whatever it may be. I think there's such a stigma around seeing a counsellor. Mm. That's why I call my program for the girls a mentoring program yep. because there's such a stigma around a therapist or counsellor mm. or psychologist. So I just say to the girls, do you know what? We're doing a six-week one-on-one mentoring program to make you feel happier and healthier. Yeah. And so it's really children relax. We meet at a cafe yeah. And they grab a juice or a smoothie and I grab a coffee and we just sit down in a really relaxed environment and chat about life. So it's not, yeah. I don't chat to these girls in a clinical setting no. with a clipboard taking notes. Yeah. Um, and that's quite intimidating as a young woman. It can be. Yeah. For a lot of girls yeah. it is. And so we keep it super relaxed and we see amazing results, especially mm. the parents. They see great results yeah. because the girls don't even realise that they are in therapy they just think they're just chatting to someone about life and as we spoke about we give them the tools and techniques that they can Mm. tackle all these crazy things that life throws at them because it's really hard for them especially at the moment absolutely yeah yeah this actually brings us to our next question which you've kind of already answered a little bit but there is such a stigma around yeah. being a therapist, uh, seeing a therapist, sorry, whether you're mm-hmm. a teen, whether you're a male, whether you're an older woman. Yeah. I think no matter what point in life you're at, there is this stigma around if you see a therapist, it means there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Whereas I personally, I think that's absolutely ridiculous because yeah. just as you would see a personal trainer when you want to get fit, as you'd see a nutritionist, it's just another form of seeking advice from an expert in their field you know how can we break this stigma and how do we work towards that and and you know why should we be encouraging people to speak out and to see a therapist well I think it's up to and I often say this to the parents of my Mm. clients it's up to them to break the stigma so if they just say to their girls yeah we're just going to go see you're going to go see a mentor to feel happier and healthier I understand that I can't help you with everything but I know someone that can that's really neutral that doesn't Mm. have an opinion on your life and she can help you so if the parents are really cool and relaxed about it then the kids will be and if the kids are then it goes to the next generation so I think it's about adults breaking that stigma and talking about it openly and honestly with their children Mm -hmm. and say you know mum sees a therapist I see a therapist you know it's so important to and you know there's going to be different things that happen in your life yeah and you know, you might be fine for many years, but then something happens and you need that extra support. As you yeah. said, it's the same as yeah. um, your physical health. You'd yep. go see a doctor if something was up. Yep. And we talk about that with our friends. Why yeah. don't we talk about, you What's know. What's going on in our head. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, another way to break the stigma, I think, is to talk about it with people around you. As we know, anxiety, you know, one in three women in Australia will suffer from anxiety at some stage and yeah. one in five men will So 
odds are someone around you is suffering yeah. how you're suffering. Mm-hmm. So talk about it. You can bounce ideas off each other. You can say, you know, this really helped me. What helps you? And it's yeah. about, I think that's how we break the stigma. When we speak about mental health or our struggles, thoughts, feelings and emotions to other people yeah. and they know that they're not alone mm. because often yeah. we can feel alone and think that we're the only ones. But if we start talking about it, we soon realise we're not the only ones at all. No way. It's just having that conversation, like you said. And you do, when you're going through something, you're like, oh, I I wish I could just be more like her or think like her because she looks like her life is perfect. And then once you have that conversation, you realise everyone really is dealing with something in one way or another. true. You know, and And if we speak about it, it's empowering. Absolutely. And then life might be great at the moment. Yeah. But they yeah. went through something previously yes. or going to go through something. Everyone yeah. has their different stages yeah. of life and, and it's not always perfect. Absolutely not. But let's support each other through those hard yeah. times. I think yeah. that's the most important thing. Yeah. So throughout your socials, I see that you often speak about body image and loving the skin we are in. Can you give us some advice on how to grow confidence in your body and accept who we are? Yeah, I think it's really important you know, we can become fixated mm-hmm. on what we hate about our bodies and yep. everyone's got something. You know, why don't we think about all the amazing things that our bodies do for us? I follow a lot of great people on social media mm-hmm. and I think that's key as well. It's when you have a mixture of people that you do follow on so, uh, social media. Taryn Brumfitt, you know, yes. the body image yeah. movement. Um, amazing. She's amazing because she really focuses on what's her body doing for her she's going and running marathons and it's doing amazing things and she's being super healthy and in everything else Mm. a bit of tummy flab everyone's got tummy flab especially after having children Mm. I think let's focus on what our bodies can do for us rather than how they look I know that's easier said than done we all have the days where we feel really crappy about our bodies but I think let's focus on the amazing things our bodies can do for us. You know, recently I've had a bit of um, back pain and it really makes you appreciate when you felt healthy yeah. and it's like why are we wasting our time when we're super healthy why are we wasting our time worry about what we look like yes you know exactly it's, it's right. interesting but definitely I'd say follow people on social media yeah. that are going to make you appreciate your own body yeah so we've kind of touched on this as well yeah <laughs> but social media ahead, yeah no, I love it it's great <laughs> you're on you're on the ball <laughs> so social media does play a big role um in comparing ourselves to others Besides also following people, you know, like you've just said, that make us feel good, that we follow them and they share great content on loving your body. How do we create boundaries with social media that when, whether it's an off day on our mental health or an off day on our body image day, how do we set clear boundaries for ourselves to say, today I'm not feeling good and I need to set some boundaries with social media because I know it might make me feel worse. Like, yeah. How do we do that? How do we navigate so through that? So everyone's boundaries are completely different. What yeah. works for me won't work for yeah. you. But I think you need to, You only you know you the mm. best. So yeah. you need to work out what are your triggers? Mm. What's spiking your bad anxiety? What's, yeah. what's um, contributing to your low mental health state? If you know what is, then change it. So if you think it is looking at all these perfect women on social media, have a bit of a break that day. Give yourself yeah. a break. Go and follow funny social mm. media accounts that will make you laugh. I was following yeah. someone, I forgot his name, last night and that he 
gives $500 to a heap of people that finish yeah. his songs and stuff. And I was oh. watching it with my kids and we were laughing yeah. and it made us feel so good. Yeah. So just immerse, yeah. if you want to go on a social media, immerse yourself in things that are going to make you feel good and happy yeah. about yourself rather than things that are going to make you feel worse about yourself. Yeah. From a therapist's perspective, what are some daily non-negotiable practices that our listeners can do to support their mental health? And this is also one that whether you're, you know, someone who is quite established and you're very stressed, what can you do? As well as if a mum's listening, what can she encourage her daughter to do? You know, Well, I think uh, mindfulness is really, really important. So whether that's meditating, praying, whatever you choose to do, Mm -hmm. I think every day it's really important to be still and go back to your yourself. Also moving your body. I think that's such an important, it helps your mental state Mm -hmm. so much getting out there, even just going for a walk or going to the gym or whatever it is, Pilates, yoga, whatever you choose to do. I think it's really important to move our bodies. Another one, as you would know, is to eat well. When you eat bad foods, it really does contribute to your mental health. And it's amazing, especially teenagers don't understand by having a whole heap of energy drinks, they think that they're going to feel a lot better and then they have crashes. So we speak about that a lot with our nutritionist, Mm -hmm. um, how you're fueling your body really affects your mental health as well. So I'd say those three things are huge when it comes to mental health and things that you should be doing daily. Yeah. Yeah. If I am in the moment and I'm having a panic attack or I feel really stressed and anxious what's something that I can do to help me calm help calm me down well as I said before what works for different people won't work for others so you just need to find out what works for you for some people going on social media does help get their mind off it and a great technique that I always um talk about with my girls that have Mm. severe anxiety yeah um it's to kind of stop the senses. Some girls have yeah. like a sour lolly always in their pockets okay. um, at all times. So when they can feel a panic attack coming on, they put a sour lolly. So they focus on that rather than wow. focus on their thoughts. I've never even heard of yep. that. That's incredible. Isn't it? Yeah. So that's, that's something you can always have on you. Yeah. Um, it's just taking your mind off it a little okay. bit when you're in like a social situation. Yeah. Another great technique is that, have you ever heard of using an ice cube? No. So, Having a couple of ice cubes yeah. if you're next to a freezer, not yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. of us are at home <laughs> or whatever, but putting ice in the palms of your hands and really okay. focusing on the sensation, putting it in your mouth, focusing on that coldness rather than the thoughts going on in your mind. It wow. kind of puts your body into a little bit of a reset. Wow. Yeah, I've things never like, heard of these techniques. Yeah, there's, That's a, there's a whole heap of different ones. I often speak about it on my social media platforms, yeah, wow. especially TikTok. Yeah. I, I will talk about those type of techniques that you okay. can use. There's, wow. there's the standard ones of, you know, touching something cold yes. or, yes. you know, yeah. focusing on something in a room. Yes. Uh, positive affirmations. Yes. But I like those different ones. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard of them before. That's great. It's really yeah. – because it, it would. It would take your mind elsewhere, well, it you does. Know? And when you're holding something really yeah, cold. Yeah, really cold and it's melting in your head. That's right. And you're like you're focusing on yeah, that. Yeah, And even the sour lolly one, that's an interesting yeah, one. Wow. As I said, these things don't work for everybody. But yeah. try it. See if it yeah. does work. Yeah. What have you and got to lose? Exactly. And I think that's what it comes down to is like just – even if you're not sure what works for you, just try everything. Try everything. Try everything. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Even if you feel silly for doing it, exactly. just try it. Just get out there. Just do something different. Yeah. And because one it of these work. things yeah. might work. And then that could be the one thing that, you know, when you're in a state of feeling 
all over the place it's going to bring you back to yourself and help you feel grounded and take away those really heavy emotions which is ultimately what you want so yeah yeah incredible yeah I'm I'm gonna use those myself (laughs) I reckon (laughs) yeah (laughs) so to finish off today I would love to know what is one key lesson that you have learned on your journey that you would share with your younger self I would say have goals and plans, Mm -hmm. but pencil them in because life changes. You think you know what you really want, Mm. but sometimes it's something different. Yeah. So pencil it in and and love the changes and love where life takes you. Things happen for a reason. Okay. Yeah. I know that sounds really cliche. No, absolutely not. They really do. And what you think you want sometimes isn't what you need. Yeah. Wow. Love that. So where can we follow you? What are your social handles? Okay, so TikTok is a big one. That's my yep. target marker, obviously. Yep. Um, so, yep, the Girl Gang Wellness mm-hmm. and Instagram, the Girl Gang Wellness mm-hmm. and Facebook. Yep. yep. So with your TikTok, you share lots of insightful yeah. tips like like you just shared within That's the podcast. Right. Amazing. Yep. So tips and tricks. I don't yeah. dance. I'm too yeah, weird. no, no, no. <laughs> I don't do that. But I do, yeah, I do. I do give lots of tips, like mental health tips and tricks. Yep. And the okay. girls seem to love it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I want to follow you. I'm going to follow yes, your TikTok after follow this. TikTok. I'm going to look at all your little tips and tricks because yeah. they, yeah, sound amazing. So yeah. I got, there's a, there's a couple there that are quite funny, you know, like what you think a, a teen therapist looks yeah. like and then what I look like. Yeah. I go to my, I go to my sessions in like, uh, like Jordan shoes and yeah, jeans yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And, like, and the oh, kids are like, this oh, this girl's cool. <laughs> I don't know about cool, but you know, yes. I'm not, I don't wear a pencil skirt and a shirt yeah, tucked that's, in. That's you know? the very typical So image. I think they feel very comfortable yeah, because I'm absolutely. very relaxed. And has having three children, that would have helped so much feel the needs of children as well yeah. around you and, well, and I just think have that connection. I can I have the connection with the yeah. parents because they know yes. that I'm a mother, so I get yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. I know where they're coming from, but I also know where the um, like the teens are yeah. coming from and preteen. I work with yeah. preteens as okay. well. Yeah. So yeah. they feel connected to me as well. So I Amazing. kind of it, I win on both ways. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on today you're and welcome. sharing all of that. It's what you're doing is incredible. Your program Thank is amazing. You. And yeah, you've shared so many good nuggets of information today that I'm sure parents and even myself is gonna take away yeah. and helping those moments of when you're feeling a bit overwhelmed. So thank, thank you, you very much for having of me. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye. Bye.